morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron on Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. Do you realize what today is? The first Saturday in December. Holy smokes. Like the year Time is, is just flying, flying by. by. Today is December the 2nd. Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Where'd November go? Where'd September go? I right. <laughs> Did we even have an October? And I cut you <laughs> off. I'm so sorry, Mike. You need to give your shout out to Mr. Oddmos. No worries. I will definitely not forget about Oddmos Pizza, who I will be having for lunch today. Oh, yay. I know. So you guys head on down there or they deliver. You can just call them. They will bring it to you. But... I, it's always nice to not have to cook every once in a while. Yeah. You know, like once a week, I try not to really dive into a homemade meal because I could use a break. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> well, and the great thing about Oddmo's being a sponsor for this half of the show, if you remember last year, we did this really fun quest where you had to go all around town and get all these little stickers. Yeah. I I don't know who won that, but it most certainly wasn't me. Well, what I can tell you is the guy who won that is joining us today in studio. And you didn't bring any? No. Sorry. <laughs> Do you no. have so so I still have some of the gift cards that I won. Do I you? could give you one of those. So I, we should, we should back up it. a second and tell people who's in studio with us. <laughs> we have the most famous Bob Bush with us. Hello, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. That was actually so fun as people ran around and I remember meeting up with Bob and he is we were at this event, and he is scrolling his phone trying to figure out this one particular clue. Yeah. He took this really serious, so he deserved I think it was the Hyundai one. I think it was. I think it was. But, it, but, but you know, you deserve those 52 free pizzas. That's so <laughs> Most awesome. of which I've given away. Yeah. That's awesome. No, Oddmo's Pizza is phenomenal. And they don't just do pizza. They do pastas. They do desserts. They do chicken. They do everything. And, if and you, beer. And, and if you bring in potato poppers, you will not get any because Amanda will eat all of them. This is true. This is true. If you bring potato poppers around me, they will disappear like that. Yeah. But we we, uh, we appreciate Oddmo's support. Yes. And all they've done over the, the past few years really to work alongside yeah. cancer. Absolutely. So, and we just introduced our guest who's yep. with us today, Bob. You know, I thought as I was coming in here that we started doing that, that recipe book about mm-hmm. a year ago. Oh, yeah. And we'd take pictures. Mm-hmm. And then one person would always email you. Mm-hmm. And then we would say, we got your back, Bob. We got you, Bob. So I thought, why not bring Bob in to be part of the conversation? Yes, I love it. <laughs> about time. About time, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so last week we had Jason Holton. Yes. And we had a very interesting discussion about the obesity problems in the world. Mm-hmm. And these companies are looking for the bliss point. Yes. Was there one thing that you remember from that that is sticking out? Bob, is there one thing that you remember? Because I know you listen to our podcast, too. I just remember being upset. Upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the bliss well, point annoyed me. Yeah, I think yeah. what got me the most was that how you laid out the holidays and how they've got it set up to be where it's the candy holiday and then the... You want me to read the, that again? Yeah. <laughs> I'll find it real quick here. So that's what really stood out the most to me is all of that and, yeah, how it contributes to the obesity. So this is an interesting little quote, but it says, In the U.S., we have a candy holiday followed by a pie holiday, next a cookies and candy holiday, Mm -hmm. before a boozer holiday, and we call it the flu season where it's really the sugar poisoning season. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you didn't even get Valentine's Day, which is also another candy and then, and then chocolate Easter, holiday. And then Easter. Oh, yeah. And then mm-hmm. Easter after mm-hmm. that. It's just exactly. one sugar holiday after another. Yeah. 
the other one I thought was great that, that Jason brought up is, you know, we're sitting here talking about these corporations and what they do, and then Jason goes, well, let's let's really just say that people take responsibility for their own lives at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take personal responsibility. Yes, uh, that was a big one. And I thought that was a good takeaway. It was. Too, so. Well, to our wonderful 100 disease-fighting foods. Because as much as we'd like to point the blame, sorry, I'm still caught up on No, that. I, I <laughs> as agree. As much as we would like to point the blame at other people, at the end of the day, we have to take accountability and we have to fight for ourselves and our health and what we want to better ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can be difficult. It can be a lot easier to point the finger and put blame on others, but at the end of the day, we're accountable for our own selves. Well, and because of that, um, people who go to kicking-cancer.org, our website, mm-hmm. and you go to resources, there's a link to our YouTube channel. And we have a couple of young people on the staff now that are creating short reels. They're like one, oh, two minutes. yeah. And the title is actually called Know Better, Do, Do Better. better. Do better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key is that, you know, once you know better, do better. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm excited to announce that we're adding another YouTube channel that will be closer to five or six minutes. Okay. And it will be hosted by Mickey Meister. Oh, that's Ooh, cool. The water lady. The water yes. lady. And the title the for that crazy water lady. Crazy water lady. <laughs> So the title for that YouTube channel is going to call You Don't Know What You Don't Know. Okay, I love that. Which is kind of her saying. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. But once you know better, do, do better. better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to have two YouTube channels here real soon. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. But, you know, and I agree with you. It's just annoying. I mean, I get it. They're a business. And if you can figure out exactly how much sugar to put in stuff, then that's how much you can. But really, we're using our kids as guinea pigs to figure out what that bliss point is. That yeah. Was, that was annoying to me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then speaking of Mickey, her water thing is this afternoon, and you probably still have a couple of tickets Thank left. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, yes. <clears throat> so it is at 1 o'clock today Okay. at our store. We have a Kangen water machine at the store, and we really just want you to get it. I know, Bob, you're there like three, four times a week filling your jug up. Twice. Twice a week. Okay. Uh, but at 1 o'clock today, this is free to the public. Mickey's bringing all of her seminar stuff from Vancouver down to Salem. Oh, okay. And we're going to do a seminar to the public. Yep. Um, we have 16 chairs, so there's 16 tickets. Mm-hmm. There's no cost to the ticket, but we want to know if you're coming or not. And I personally have three tickets left. Okay. And Mickey, um, Marianne McNally has given eight tickets away. Okay. So if anyone wants to come and learn about why this is such valuable water... Just let us know. How would they reach out to you to see if there's still seats available? Well, I would say at this point, it's the weekend. They're probably not going to email you. Right. Um, but if they would like to send a text to 541-961-3469. Okay. Which is the kicking cancer bat line is what I've been told. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they could reach out to me and I could let them know that we've still got some tickets left. Okay, great. And then... Um I guess we'll shout that number out one more time at the end of the show, just yeah. so that if you guys didn't have a pen and a paper handy. Um, and if you want Amanda's autograph, she'll be there and you can get Amanda's oh, autograph. I'll sign it right for there you. you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Bob. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, so our, our food today is blueberries. Oh, yeah. Which I love blueberries. Blueberries could be the poster child for disease-fighting foods. Uh, and for great reason, blueberries are loaded with not only vitamins and fire, but also anti-inflammatory antioxidants that may play a role in cancer prevention. Okay. Like blackberries, they're neoprotective too, which 
as I understand, the neo part is referring to your your brain, and so it's actually helping with brain oh. protection. Um, there's a quote here that says, there is, very, there is very good evidence that blueberries and certain other foods can help you stay sharp as you age and really reduce cognitive decline. So a lot of the Alzheimer's problems. Yeah. Um, blueberries boost, which uh, they have a chemical in them, which help your heart and may play a role in preventing healthy brain function. Mm-hmm. So blueberries is They're our, like a superfood from really my understanding. Super um, I've even put, um, I make sometimes um, homemade dog treats and I'll include blueberries in certain ones because they're so good for the dogs as well. Oh, nice. Well, the thing I love about this picture you're taking, anyone, again, if people, Amanda, if you email Amanda at... Amanda at kslm.news. But the picture that you just took, there's some blueberries and blackberries in that picture. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to buy at Costco is that triple berry frozen, because it's got the blueberries, oh. the blackberries, and yeah. the raspberries, mm-hmm. which is farther on in the book. But all three of those are really high in antioxidants, mm-hmm. and you just... Make a smoothie in the morning. Yeah, there's your there's your antioxidants. Mm-hmm. So, and for my dogs, I'll do in the summertime those that exact blend, um, blend it up and put it in ice cube trays, oh, and then there you throw go. it on the floor for them for a nice treat to cool down. Yeah. So, and then I have a super fun update for you. Oh, this is super fun. I'm okay. so excited. All right. So this coming Friday, December the eighth. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're having a celebrity signing party at the Kick and Cancer store. Okay. I was thinking about that when she was going to sign autographs. <laughs> yeah. So on December the 8th, which is Friday night, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., mm-hmm. buy a disc, buy a hat, buy a shirt, and probably one of the most recognizable members of the basketball team is Damo Lawrence. Oh, yes. So Damo's going to be there doing a celebrity signing party. That's really cool. And I have purchased $400 worth of Matt Miller's Burt Barbecue Ends. Oh, my God, Ooh. those are amazing. So we're going to have some food for you as well. Yes. Yum. So the food will be set out right outside the, the door. Mm-hmm. We'll have our tent set up. And then you come on in, meet Damo. Buy something. He'll sign it for you. Uh, so we're having a celebrity signing party this coming Friday. That's cool. Okay. 4.30 to... S- 4, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. 4 p.m. We close to 6 at 6. Okay. So we're figuring like right out as school gets out. Mm-hmm. A lot of the kids in the school know who Damo is. Oh, and, yeah. And what's funny is I called Damo with the idea. And he goes, well, what celebrity are you going to get? I'm like, seriously? Like, you, <laughs> <laughs> you were like the He's most... He's so humble. <laughs> he really is. He is. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that's going to be coming up. Awesome. That's actually extremely exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Well, I wanted to let Bob tell you some of the things that he does in the community because it's really funny. We go to greeters and Bob's list is like... I was just going to say, maybe we could go over what he doesn't do. That it would be, be much That would shorter. be much shorter. It would. Indeed. Well, I did tell Bob that and we narrowed it down to three things. Okay. Because the list is a long... Bob, you are really It's an involved. impressive list. You Very do a lot impressive. of stuff in the community. Yeah, I don't know if I can keep it to just three, though. Uh, well, The three highlights that you and yeah. I talked about. Normally, as is pretty much everybody knows, I'm now on the staff at Kicking Cancer, but mm-hmm. I'm also on several boards. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a CASA ambassador. Now, tell people what the difference between being a CASA person and an ambassador is. What's the difference? Okay. Uh, an active CASA actually has a case where they advocate in court for the kids. Mm-hmm. 
as the ambassador, I am a liaison to the community. I recruit. I work with the CASAs, maybe mentoring, you recruiting. Got I got a promotion. <laughs> and I doubled my pay of zero. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Is that an easier position than um, being in the courtrooms? Well, being in the courtroom is really not that stressful, but being an ambassador is probably going to be a little more time-consuming, okay, but it yeah. is less stressful because yeah. you don't have to do all the investigation and all that stuff, but yeah. you get to work with the the newer CASAs and, and answer their questions and help them out and yeah. all that. So. And so you actually did, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to yeah, sidetrack you. We did an interview with you, Terry and I, Bob, yeah. um, about and CASA. Vanessa. Yeah. And so that can be found on our website, kslm.news, under local podcasts, under Terry Soul Show. And it's the interview with CASA. If you guys want to check it out, I think it's was well, pretty powerful. And a lot, of, there's a couple reasons why Bob has been such a great addition to the Kick Cancer staff. Um, if Noah and I can't man the store, Bob a lot of times will come. So he's kind of like our substitute to man the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more importantly, our Pathways program, where we're helping the kids and those families, oh, yeah. that kind of hit home with Bob. Absolutely. With Casa, so. But the other thing that you do, for anyone who's gone to a ball game in town, they might recognize you from where? Um I don't know if anybody's heard of Volcano Stadium, the the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes, or the Mavericks Independent League. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've only been the head usher out there for like the last eleven seasons. Okay, so that's awesome. And that will actually play into our timeline story later, which is kind of fun. Okay, but the really big thing that's going to add to today's discussion is. You're a retired firefighter, correct? Retired volunteer firefighter. I put 25-plus years in, of which 24 were as an EMT. Okay. And I, there's a distinction that we should bring up. You were not a retired firefighter. You were a retired volunteer, volunteer. firefighter. So what's the difference? Uh, the difference is we don't get paid hourly. We do get a little bit of a stipend, you know, reimbursement funds, whatever. Uh, and then we had a low-sap program length of service where we got some retirement funds um, but we do we train to the same level we do the same work and uh, we were on every sixth day as opposed to uh, at the, when I started the paid staff was on one and off two now they're on two off four okay so but uh, but when you say on two that's on for t- 48 for, hours straight. For 48 hours, mm. yeah. So you're working 48 hours in two days. Okay. Yeah. And as a volunteer, we stayed at the station, and we were either there from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. if it was a weeknight, or we were there from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. if it was a weekend. Okay. So we either did a 12 or a 24. Wow. But there's something that's going to be part of our discussion in the next half hour that's going to weigh into the fact that he was a volunteer firefighter. So I want to make sure the listeners caught that. Okay. All right. Um, but the biggest reason I wanted to bring Bob in, anyone that's uh, – I see it on social media a lot, but there's a pretty good-sized lawsuit out right now that if you are a firefighter and you are exposed to this foam, and it's AFFF yes. is the foam, that there's a whole list of cancers that are linked to that foam. Lovely. Yeah. Kidney, pancreatic, testicular, liver, bladder, prostate, and a few more. Okay. But I want, Bob, 
explain to the listeners what this AFFF, this AFFF foam is, and why did you use it as a firefighter? Okay. Um, it is a emollient, which means it makes the water heavier. Okay. It actually forms a foam blanket when we use it, and we use it on... Um, like oil fires, grease fires, gasoline fires. Uh, every now and then we'll use it on a on a brush fire or a structure fire just to kind of make the water heavier. Okay. And it, like I said, it forms that foam blanket, which then smothers the fire. Yeah. And uh, firefighters are not the only ones that use it. The military uses it too, especially on shipboard fires. Okay, which makes because sense. Because it's quick and yeah. easy way to smother it. So, and I'm, I've done a firefighter, and I haven't been one, but if I was to approach a house that's a wood, stick-built house, would you probably use just straight water, or would you actually use this AFF for that stuff? To start with, we would probably just hit it with water, but if we find we're struggling to get ahead of it, then we would, because we, the fire district carries foam on all their rigs. It's in a separate tank, okay. and it's just a matter of moving a couple levers, and it mixes Sheep, yeah. and, and comes out as foam. So so if I was to come up on a fire and I saw them spraying water to the hose, it's probably water, and then I turn a, a knob and it becomes the foam? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. So I know this might be a stupid question, but how do you know the difference between an oil fire, gas fire, or just a regular fire? How do you know what you're approaching? Um, oftentimes when we approach a fire, we don't know for sure. Okay. Um, most of your kitchen fires are probably a grease fire to right. start with. Um, but like if we have a fire at a gas station, right. we can pretty much assume, assume that. that it's petroleum-based. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that would be one we would probably hit with foam right off the bat. Okay. Um, so I find this intriguing because Bob and I were involved in a pretty good-sized march against the city of Salem yes. <laughs> for something they did recently. And I was there at the rally, and it was at Station 1, which is the one there um, on Trade Street near City Hall. Mm -hmm. And there was probably 400, 300 to 400 firefighters oh, wow. from all over the state that showed up in support of one firefighter here in Salem that died from cancer. Yeah. And the city was, the city had already denied his benefits. Which is ridiculous. And that was four or five years ago. And it went all the way to the Oregon Supreme Court, which said, nope, you need to honor it. We're going to get into the more in the second half of the show. But then it comes back to the city of Salem, and they're going to fight it again. And that's why this march was put together. Except what I found intriguing when I was there is there was a gentleman speaking, and he's probably up in the ranks within the, the union. But he said every time there's a, the bell goes off, and you get in the truck, you don't know what you're going to. Exactly. You don't know what you're going to see when you get there. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, they do begin assessing how bad it is, right? And my wife's a dispatcher, and I work for Surpro, so I've learned a few, and I talked to Bob. So I've learned a few things that you go, oh, this is bad, and then it goes to, to alarm. Yeah. Which doubles the size of the people attacking the problem, right? But then, how do you... So if I get to the fire... And I go, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. How do you then go, we need to use this foam? How do you make that determination? Uh, that determination is actually made by your command officer. Okay. Um, so the regular firefighter doesn't really need to worry about that Worry decision. about whether we need it. Just He just needs to pay attention. And if the 
command says, okay, we need to switch to foam, then switch to foam. But uh, yeah, when you respond to the fire, you don't know what you're going to. Even once you get there, you don't always know what you're getting into. Right. And it, when I first started, we basically just went in and attacked. Nowadays, they do a walk around, and, a, and which has to be done quickly, because when I first started, a, it was common knowledge that a fire doubled in size every minute. Well, now it doubles in size every 30 seconds mm-hmm. because of all of the combustibles that are in a building now. Right. So that's crazy. I think that in 30 seconds, the fire doubled. Yeah. And then I, doubled, and then mm-hmm. doubled, and then doubled. Mm-hmm. So the longer you wait, the bigger the fire gets. Oh, yeah. I remember we had a, an, uh, I had an, I was living in an apartment, and Kitty Corner down below from me was a fire started brewing. And uh, it ended up being a four alarm, um, So which I believe is four different stations. Four full boxes. Yeah. Come, and it was... It's a lot of fire trucks. Mm-hmm. It was um, terrifying. It was eerie. It was the most uh, bizarre thing, sitting there watching my place go up in flames. And you're just like, where is the fire department? Because it just grows so quickly. But they're they're right there. They get there quick. Um, and But everything's just silent. And all you can hear is crackling and popping and it just growing and growing. And it's well, I would amazing. imagine that's pretty eerie when you're inside the fire, isn't it, Bob? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I can only imagine. When you're yeah. in the building, you're all that crap I got the uh, distinct honor of being the lead hoseman on my final shift on my final call before I retired. That's really It was cool. an apartment fire. Where, uh, so you were the front person going into the fire? Correct. Wow. And what my, an honor. My shift lieutenant was my backup. Yeah. So the two of us went in that's and extinguished cool. the fire. So. That's awesome. Well, I want to make sure that we go back to the AFFF because I remember having this conversation with you, Bob. Why do you think that region of the body specifically, we're talking about kidney, liver, bladder, prostate, there's a region of the body that all those are getting affected by cancer. What do you think of the, what's, what's your guess as to why those are getting affected? Well, AFFF has been around for decades. And... The changes in turnout design has been phenomenal. When I first started, um, we already had switched to full turnout pants, which were like hip waders, or not hip waders, but they come, they're like overalls. Okay. But um, even just 10 years before that, the typical firefighter uniform was the coat was clasped, it didn't have snaps and zippers. And the pants were day boots, Mm -hmm. so they didn't come all the way up. Right. So you stayed dry, but you didn't necessarily protect the backsplash. The backsplash from coming up underneath. Okay. Nowadays, the turnouts protect you, but that still doesn't mean you don't get it on hands or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because your turnouts can get contaminated with this stuff. And then when we go back to the station, it used to be you just hosed off and then hung your gear up to dry and then wore it again if you had another call. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's got to be washed after any fire Okay. to try and get rid of that residue. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I, heard, I don't know if this is a myth or not, but I heard at one point that guys would take their, fire, their helmets off and they'd kind of clamp between their legs as they're taking stuff off. Is that just a myth or did that really happen? Um. That probably happened. Which um, then exposes that region to whatever's on your helmet. Right. 
Yeah. Well, the other thing that I think we should bring up in our last couple minutes here is, um, and it's going to tie in a lot, Amanda, in the next half of the show, but the, this region affects the females, too. Oh, yeah. I and would there's, imagine. There's now a House bill, which we're going to talk about, but that House bill also covers uterine cancer, cervical cancer, ovarian cancer. So that region. Again, same region. Same region, just on a girl versus a guy. Mm-hmm. But it's what Bob said. It's that region that's getting exposed to this foam. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. So that tells you that it's, it is the foam. And whether you're protected fully or not, it's still getting through and contaminating and affecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're talking fire, I want to remind the listeners that Odmos has a oh, hot yes. sauce called Hertz Twice. Hertz Twice. Now, just let that sink in for a minute. I did. I that. <laughs> Going in and coming out. <laughs> and when Mike first marketed it, he would put it in a box to ship it. He'd put a roll of toilet paper, and he'd put the, the this hot sauce in the, in the middle. And then he'd ship it to you. Hilarious. Because <laughs> it hurts twice. It hurts twice. So we're on this firefighter topic. Go to Oddmo's and get some hurts twice. It's going to burn you on both ends. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> that actually sounds good, like dipping the uh, pop the potato poppers in. Dipping. Don't dunk them. <laughs> Don't dunk them. <laughs> All right, you guys. Huge shout out to Oddmo's Pizza. Make sure you go down there and you get your lunch or dinner. And don't bother cooking. Do yourself that favor. You deserve it. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye.